In every pair of Tecovis boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tecovis boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit tecovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and don't go gently, y'all. In every pair of Tecovis boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. A great pair of Western boots will elevate a casual look or add a refined flair that'll draw both eyes and compliments. Tecovis boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. We also offer custom branding and leather stamping if you want to personalize your boots or fine leather goods. As spring makes its way into summer, stay cool in a short-sleeve, moisture-wicking pearl snap or make your own shade with one of their classic straw hats, new in both men's and women's styles. And if you're planning to hit the road, Tecovis' ever-growing lineup of rugged and full-grain leather bags will get you where you're headed in style and are built to last decades. Visit Tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. Primal Podcast. At Primal, hunting is more than just a hobby. It's a way of life. And whether you're an expert or just getting started, Primal can help make you a better hunter. Now, here's your host, Mike Avery. Welcome once again to another edition of the Primal Podcast. Primal Podcast, a presentation of Primal Outdoors. I think I say this every month, but a company that's really, really making a name for itself in this outdoor space that we all love so much. I love doing the Primal Podcast because it gives me a chance to talk with some very cool and very interesting people who love the outdoors as well. And this time around, it's Nate Thomas. You know Nate from Hunt Club TV, HuntClubTV.com. You can also find Nate if you want to follow just the family man, Nate. You can find him on Instagram as NateDogThomas67. And he's with us on this edition of the Primal Podcast. Nate, welcome to the podcast. How are you? I appreciate it. I'm doing good, Mike. Thank you guys for having me on. Well, listen, it's a real pleasure. Uh, tell me a little bit about how you got involved with Hunt Club and Philip. All right, you want the long or short or medium version? Uh, that, listen, <laughs> let's do the long version, and I can edit. You know how that goes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so I met Philip. Uh, I actually graduated college uh, way back in 2010, and um, – I was looking for a place to stay, and uh, I was moving over to Columbus, Georgia for a job um, working for, at then, Surf and Turf Entertainment. And uh, my brother, Daniel Thomas, who worked for Realtree, um, knew uh, Philip, and obviously was good buddies with Philip, and he was looking for a roommate at the time. So 
it just happened to be a good fit that he was looking for a roommate and I needed one too. So that's kind of where it all began there. Uh, back, like I said, about 2010 when I graduated and moved on over. Man, we we got some good stories, some stories we probably don't need to tell. But, I mean, it, that, that was it, we've had some good times uh, living with each other. We lived with each other for about two or two two years, I believe. Then I married my wife, and he had to, I had to kick him out then. <laughs> well, first of all, when you say graduated way back in 2010, listen, buddy, <laughs> from my perspective, way back to 2010 is not way back. <laughs> I feel like it. I feel like it. So, so you've you've always then had an interest in the in the outdoors and 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 in telling stories visually. It just happened to all come together. Yeah. So it kind of spun from my brother. Like I said, I, I kind of mentioned he 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 started working for RealTree, and uh, when he started that job, I was kind of just fresh into college, and I was kind of looking for what I wanted to do and and he kind of went into that field and and I just I just man it kind of hit me as well like that's that's really cool to you know I've always enjoyed hunting and you know fishing and sports and and it kind of combined all of that together and yeah it just kind of took off I grabbed a computer and, and we were actually I was able to work with Daniel a few years back before he moved over to Realtree and those are some really good times and like you said that that industry you know I was lucky enough to kind of get introduced to a lot of good people early on in my career so um yeah it, it was it was a good start for me for sure well and, and nate you were you were lucky and and blessed to be able to to hook up with i mean top tier shows you didn't you didn't start at the bottom doesn't sound to me like you started at the bottom you started right with the big dogs i did i i guess i was naive i was actually editing uh bone collector episodes when i was <laughs> i was in college oh are you um, are you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's it was a pretty it was kind of a thrown in the fire kind of thing uh mark womack uh the producer then you know it, it was kind of another uh, contact through my brother uh, basically called him and said hey he's looking for editors and my brother said hey my, my brother might be interested in doing it and I did a couple of them for for free, and 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 they were. I was kind of off and running from from there. Did you realize, Nate, what you had or where you were at that time? Did you real <laughs> did Did you realize that that again you were dealing with the upper echelon? I really didn't. I mean, I, I, I obviously I knew of uh, Waddell and road trips, and I mean I, I wasn't you know totally blind to it. But like you said, it was just kind of a you know, man, this is really cool. But like I said, back then I didn't realize, you know, the the how big it, exactly it was, and that was probably good on my end because I kind of just took it like, okay, this is another, you know, good project for me. And like I said, I didn't really realize how far it would take me from there. I have had so many people. I mean, top people in the outdoor television world or just the outdoor business world. Tell me that Real Tree Road Trips was the comp- was was the show that changed the way people look at outdoor television. How much of that, Nate, was your influence? Uh, I, I would say, I mean, a good bit. I mean, I can't say I, I watched. I was a uh, diehard and watched every single episode. But I mean, I, I, for sure, just like everybody else, you knew what Real Tree Road Trips was. And- and it was one of those shows that, man, this is different. I mean, it moves faster. Uh, they're, they're a lot heavier on the music. And, and like I said, the, the storytelling and obviously Michael that carried it, man, it, it, it definitely changed things. 
and, and you can't say that, you know, as far as on the editing side of things, um, it, it totally changed the game. Because, I mean, you can see glimpses of, of even now of, of how Realtree Road Trips has, has kind of influenced all kind of people. But, oh, 100% it did. But, um, like I said, I, going into it when I was that young, I was just trying to be, I mean, as creative as, as I could and, and trying to just do the best I can. I was just lucky enough that they liked what I did on, on the editing side of things. We're talking with Nate Thomas on this edition of the Primal Podcast. If you would like to learn more about Primal Outdoors, check out their website, primaloutdoors.com. That's primaloutdoors.com. And I will tell you that next month, uh, Bob Ransom, the man behind Primal, will be joining us on that podcast. Something to look forward to. Right now, though, we're talking with Nate Thomas of Hunt Club TV, the website there, huntclubtv.com. And you can follow Nate uh, on Instagram is Nate Dog Thomas sixty seven. Where did the name Nate Dog Thomas sixty seven come from, Nate? <laughs> I've been uh, I've been Nate Dog ever since probably three years old. <laughs> you know, I, I I can't tell you who who come up with it, but it's a name that obviously stuck with me. And um, like I said, it, it, it's been my nickname all through you know my younger years and high school years. And yeah, it's just, it's. I'm I'm fine with. There's a lot worse nicknames out there for sure. Well, that's for sure. Nate, you say you grew up in a hunting and fishing family. I did. I did. My my dad. My dad was a hunter. Uh, I can't say he was a, a big time hunter. He was a he was a basketball and football coach. So we were man. We were heavily around sports. Uh, and so, kind of going back to my college years, that's what I thought I wanted to do. I kind of wanted to go in sports broadcasting, be a part of live sporting events, but. Obviously, uh, I changed fields once I kind of got into to the hunting side of things. But I didn't really get – I wouldn't say – I'm obviously, I hunted it and, 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 you know, got around it, you know, high school years. But it wasn't until I actually got into this industry until I kind of really fell in love with it. You know, and it obviously, you know, it helps doing what I do. And, man, the, the, the people that, you know, I've, I've seen come across my screen, I think that's – you know, you, you guys see a 28-minute episode. Well, I see, daggum, years and years and years of knowledge that come across my screen. And it's really helped me and, and helped grow my hunting passion for sure. You know, I, I hear about you talking about this outdoor industry from behind the scenes. What about being in front of the camera? Are those, whole, are those two different worlds? Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Man, and it's tough. And that's why I, I'm not a big fan of it. Obviously, I, I get it. And I think it, you know, it, it's definitely, you know, when people say, oh, I, it can't be that hard to film your hunts or be in front of the camera. Well, go out and put a camera in your face and, and you'll see it is a totally different world. Um, I, so I definitely prefer being behind it. That's that's for sure. But like I said, I, I, I enjoy, you know, I definitely see the benefits of, of filming your hunts. And it's so nice to go back and, and look and look at the hunts and look at the things you've done in the past. Well, it's certainly not easy to, to capture your own hunt, uh, but technology has helped, right? I mean, it's 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 easier than it used to be, I think. Uh, I, yeah, oh, 100%. As far as the cameras, yeah, oh, my yeah, God, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You wouldn't imagine, yeah, the cameras, you know, I, I was kind of along the realm of it. They were definitely a little bit easier to handle uh, than far, you know, even farther back than when I first started, but. Yeah, I would have never fathomed that it would take off like it has as far as the self-filming. And gosh, man, they, they it has. It's still it's still not easy, but they've definitely made it. There's a lot, you know, th- different accessories and stuff that you can use to make it a lot easier than it was. But, man, I, I commend those guys that 
golly, they do it day in and day out. Like I said, the, the, <laughs> I, I try. I, I almost try to find. Hey, I get a buddy of mine to try to film because it, it's not easy yeah. for sure. So, what is the key to telling a good story on video? Oh man, <laughs> um, the key to telling a good story on on video. I think you just a you got to be genuine. Uh, I think there's a lot of people that try to be something they're not, and, and people these days can see through that very, very quickly. Um, just be your genuine self and just capture, capture, capture. I mean, I think um, a, a lot of people think, oh, well, I'll just film the hunt. And it's like, well, that's, like you said, that's not the full story of everything. Um, there, there's there's planting the food plots. There's you know stand placement. There's so many behind-the-scenes things that people want to know that, like you said, that tells the full story of, you know, as opposed to, oh, we're in a tree stand, here's the deer, and, and, and that's it. Um, I like, like you said, just capture, 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 and um, just go from there. Like I said, it, it's, that, that's kind of a hard one to answer, um, you know, and I've, I've been asked that a lot of times, but I, I, I would say, like you said, just be genuine. I think that's a big part of telling a good story. Someone just telling their genuine self of, of who they are and how they go about things. So, Nate, do you consider yourself in the entertainment business or the education business? I would say both. Um, I, I think a, a lot of people that, that view outdoor shows, they want I think they want to have a good combination of both. And, and that's kind of my what I've gathered over the years. So I, I try to, you know, when I'm when I'm going through and editing, I try to keep both of those aspects in mind. Um, so I, I would say both. What about you uh, personally from your hunting? I don't know if you're a fisherman too. I know you're a hunter, but your your outdoor activities, your outdoor ventures, what are you doing right now this time of year, Nate? Uh, I'm hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so down here, uh, I w- I'm right here in the middle, smack middle of Georgia. So uh, it's, it's you know hitting around 95 96 pretty much throughout the whole day so uh, we've got feeders running just trying to take intel you know we'll, we'll probably start planning or looking planning here probably middle of august try to get something in the ground if, if we can get some rain around here but right now it's just taking the inventory and kind of seeing what we have and waiting for things to cool down <laughs> that's it and we uh we wait a good while down here <laughs> Yeah, I'm a Michigan guy. I don't think I could I don't think I could take your weather down there, Nate. But you probably couldn't take our winters either, so it's a trade-off. <laughs> yep, that you're exactly right. We're talking with Nate Thomas on this edition of the Primal Podcast. Again, if you want to learn more about Primal Outdoors, check out the website primaloutdoors.com, primaloutdoors.com. And if you want to learn more about Hunt Club TV, their website, huntclubtv.com. We will take a quick break and be right back. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. 
Have you heard of Primal Outdoors? You might know them as Primal Tree Stands, but the company is much more. Yes, Primal has hang-ons, climbers, tripods, and ladder stands featuring their famous jaw and truss locking system, but they also have ground blinds like my favorite, the Wraith 270 see-through blind. I've used that for deer, turkeys, and bear hunting. You can see out, but the critters can't see in. Or check out the breeze for warm weather conditions. And if you need lots of room, the new High Roller XL for multiple hunters or even a quad. Primal is now in the trail camera business too, but not just any cameras. Primal cameras are controlled remotely by your cell phone. That makes the Primal Blind Spot 360 perfect for watching your back while in the blind or a runway just out of sight from your stand. To learn more, go to the website primaloutdoors.com. That's primaloutdoors.com. Welcome back to the Primal Podcast. My name is Mike Avery. This time, talking with Nate Thomas of Hunt Club TV. Nate, we've been talking a little bit about your past, about where you come from, a little bit about your philosophy. As you look forward to this fall coming up, any adventures on your calendar? I usually try to do an, a, 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 whether it's uh, going on my own personal elk hunt or I like to try to go film an elk hunt. I, I, I got hit with that bug um, about 10 years ago when I went on my first one. And, Kyle, it, it, they're, they're unbelievable uh, to be, you know, especially if, if you're trying to do it with a bow. And that's what I, kind of trips I like to go on. But to try to get close to that big of an animal, you know, it, it really is. That's, that's definitely top of my list to at least try to go once a year on a trip. Uh, I did my first one last year personally. Uh, I went over to Colorado, and, and I got super close. But, I mean, it, it's every time you go, whether you're filming or, you know, taking the bow, you, you learn something different each time you're out there. And God, it's, it really is. That, that's something special that I definitely have on my checklist to do every year. Well, let's talk a little bit more about that because I'm fascinated by elk hunting. I've only been on three behind the camera twice and with a bow in my hand once. So I don't think I really had a – a good feel for it, but man, was it exciting. <laughs> oh, yeah. So my first one was, uh, it, it was on, uh, in Utah with, with Lee Lakoski. And, uh, man, I couldn't have been any more nervous, you know, cause it's your first time. You're not really knowing what to expect. And this place where we're at in Utah, it, it's unbelievable. I mean, there's elk everywhere. It's almost, it's almost, it's kind of unfathomable to say, but it's almost too many elk cause you're kind of wading through so many elk to try to get to the one you're trying to shoot but i was lucky enough lee shot one at 73 yards and i mean it was an unbelievable shot like even back then i was i couldn't fathom like someone actually shooting an animal at that that distance whereas i mean nowadays that's not you know out of the realm of things especially you know for, for western hunting but yeah he shot one at 73 yards and i was over the shoulder for that one and i, I mean that that right there was probably the, when the bug hit me and man, this is really cool, and i, I got to do this every year, uh, you know, as much as possible. Well, okay, so you've mentioned Lee Lakoski. We've mentioned Philip Culpepper. You've met uh, Michael Waddell. I mean, are, are these guys that we see on TV that are so-called professional or expert hunters, tell me the truth, Nate, are they really that, are they really that good, or do you guys as editors make them look that good? <laughs> we make them look that good. It's all on us. <laughs> there you go. That's what I was hoping you're going to tell me. Okay, that'll wrap up this edition of the Primal Podcast. The truth. Yeah, yep, we're speaking the truth here. No, those guys are legit. I mean, and they wouldn't have, they wouldn't be, you know, on TV or, or they they wouldn't be on 
and doing what they're doing for for this long if they weren't you know like like i told you from you know earlier that people can weed out the people who aren't genuine and and those guys are i mean they 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 work their tails off and they're constantly you know figuring out how they can better themselves and better the things around them to make them a better hunter it's it's pretty impressive i mean when you watch these guys on video or tv or cable or whatever we're watching online it's pretty impressive yeah i mean i i've, I've seen a lot of crazy things <laughs> i mean we could uh, like you said from from shots to to you know some things that they've done and you know it's, it's, it really is unbelievable you know that to, to see the things that they've done but it, like you said it's, it's just the practice they put in that they're able to do the things that they do. You know, speaking of shots, there there was a time in outdoor television early on when if you missed, you didn't show it. And I think there are still some people a day that don't want to show their misses. But isn't that part of the story? Oh, a thousand percent. I almost, as a storyteller, when I see those things, I almost, you know, I, I, I kind of almost, you know, look at it and say, man, I, that's. I'm, I'm ready to rock and roll. I, I love seeing stuff like that because just like you said, it, it, it shows like we're all human and that's as part of bow hunting as anything, you know, you're going to miss and, and there's going to be times you don't make the most perfect shot. You know, it's all a part of it. And, uh, I, I commend, I commend the people that, that show that and, and but show it in the light that it, that it is, you know, a part of it, but we are doing the best we can and, and the best we can for the animal to, to, you know, to harvest it and harvest it as quickly as possible. Well, and you bring up, you know, making a bad shot. We all do it, uh, and we don't want to, but if you hunt long enough, you're going to do it. I, I got to believe it's almost it's almost easier, well, in fact, it's got to be easier to show a miss than it is a bad hit. It is, it is, because like you said, we're, we're, we kind of draw that fine line of, you know, especially with stuff going out to the web, you know, about, you know, when it's just, people who are in the hunting industry we, we totally understand that but when you have somebody that's new to hunting and and, and the, like i said i i don't even like to hardly use the word but you got the anti-hunters who who try to find any little thing that they can grab onto and, and and you know nowadays you can grab a snippet of the five second part of a video and and push it and make it go viral without even you know being able to tell the whole story so you got to kind of be cautious with some of those things um, but like you said, if if you can tell the, the the story and be genuine about it, I think for shoot ninety ninety nine percent of your audience, they're totally a okay with it. You know, I'm so glad you brought up the web and online video because I was gonna I was gonna try to move us that direction eventually. Anyway, I, I I've been around long enough that I've seen a lot of changes and evolution. Like when I first started my television show, it was on broadcast TV only. That was the only place to put it. You know, now you look at all these different options. How has social media and online video, how has that, how has that changed the game? Oh, man, it 100% has changed the game. If you don't have a presence online or, like you said, whether it be a YouTube channel, Instagram, Facebook, there's so many out there that – but if you don't have something on there, you're, you're – you're, for sure behind the eight ball. I, I will say this, though. I mean, I, it was probably uh, seven, eight years ago. I, I, I mean, obviously with the industry, I mean, you have conversations on where things are going, but we actually thought that, you know, man, we may not have, you know, it may not be an outdoor channel, it may not be a sportsman channel, but there still is a very, very high demand, you know, for, for actually broadcast television shows. 
And, and if if there wasn't, I wouldn't have a job right now. So, I mean, I, or I wasn't, I wouldn't be editing for broadcast right now. But like you said, I think you have to have both. You have to have both. So, which which makes it difficult, you know, because you're obviously spread thin, you know, to do a good job on both both ends of things. Well, and for somebody getting into the business these days, and I think, you know, maybe you've proven it there with Hunt Club and, and some of the others that can you survive from a business model? Can you survive just with producing online content? I know, I know many guys I have and are doing so right now. I mean, I have, I have shoot, you know, multiple buddies that that's all they do. That's all they produce. They produce for, for online show. You know, I have a good friend that two good friends that are, uh, that work for seek one. And like I said, that's just an online show and gosh, they have exploded. Um, but yeah, a hundred percent you can, you just got to find that, that right show and, and right fit. Speaking of the right fit. Um, uh, and I'm, and I'm, I'm stammering here and I'll probably edit this and clean this up, but are, are you, are you content with where you're at right now, Nate? I mean, obviously Hunt Club is a great franchise, but do you see yourself moving on, doing something else, doing something under your own name, Nate Thomas Outdoors or whatever corny thing that sounds like? I apologize, <laughs> but is there something else out there? No, I, I'm 100% uh, content where I'm at. I, I, like I said, uh, Philip Philip's been a great friend of mine, and I and I love and I love what he does and what he represents and what Hunt Club represents uh, as a whole. And so, I'll, I mean, as long as he'll have me, I'll always be a part of that. Uh, I, I can't, by no means, uh, I can't no means, you know, push out the videos that he does. I mean, that that guy's full bore nine and nothing. So, uh, I, I like to sit around, sit back behind the computer and, and do my my job and you know go out and and try to try to do the best I can around here to to give Philip a couple of videos here and there. But I'm a hundred percent content where I'm at. When you say what Hunt Club stands for, in your mind in your opinion what what is that all about? what are you all about so philip and i said when we first started the concept or, or you know when philip was you know trying to figure out what direction he wanted to go to we were all like I said we, we were actually in a hunt club together and uh it, it just kind of hit us i mean it we just we haven't i mean of course you, you you've seen volta, you know variations of of this on television but we haven't seen a full hunt club of what the club's about and what it represents and, and just going through the ups and downs of, of it, you know, and, and a big part of it was, you know, hunting in the South too, because that's obviously where we're from. Um, we, we didn't really know, okay, are people going to want to pay attention to, you know, somebody hunting deer down in Georgia? And, and they do, they, like I said, it, it, we have a big audience down here and, and they appreciate the, the grind because shoot, they're, they're going along and, and doing it with us. Nate Thomas, so what is your advice for young people coming up and they want to be a part of this business that appears to be, you know, so glamorous and so fun? And it can be, it, you know, it, it is. But what's your advice for somebody who wants to get into the business of outdoor video? Um, I think if I was starting, obviously I was, I mean, I'm sure people are listening. Oh, man, it was it was handed to the guy, you know, he, he had great connections and, and I a hundred percent did. And I'll, I won't shy away from that. But what comes along with that is, I mean, I still had to prove myself. I, yes, I was had, you know, I got the opportunity, but I still had to prove myself and, and do the work. 
Um, and a lot of that starts with, shoot, you, you got to be able to work for free. Like, you know, I, I don't know if, if you've heard of it, but those first couple of bone collector shows and, and just about anything I started on in those early years, that was kind of the, the par for the course. Say, hey, I'll do a couple of them for free and kind of see what you like and, and how I do things and, and go from there. Um, so you kind of have to have that kind of mindset. And um, a big thing with me uh, coming up, I, I don't, you know, obviously I've been editing for a long time. And what I really pride myself on is just I'm, my ability to get things done. Um, there's a lot of editors out there that can be flashy and, and be creative. But at the end of the day, you know, you got to get a project and you got to get it done. So that's what I've really prided, prided myself on. So, like I said, if I was a young guy, I, I would I would you just dive in. Don't don't be scared to message these guys like Philip. I mean, Philip. I mean, he he'll have your ear. You can message him anytime you want to. Any questions? And same with me. I mean, I think I think don't be scared to to put yourself out there and and you know go after it. And and I think from from my perspective is you gotta you gotta partner with the right people. You gotta partner with the right people, the right companies, the right organizations. And since this is the Primal Podcast, let's talk about that relationship for a minute. You know, Hunt Club TV and Primal Outdoors, Philip Culpepper and Bob Ransom. These guys go way back. Oh yeah, it's just good people, and that's who you want to work with people people that have the same values that you have. That's just. It's just easy. I mean, I, and those people just gravitate to each other, uh, and, and they're genuine, and, and they stand for the right things. And like I said, they they have the products to back it up. Well, Nate Thomas, I got to tell you, I really enjoyed this conversation. I have too. I appreciate it, Mike. Uh, you'll be glad this is my very first podcast I've ever been on. Holy so that cow! You, that, that shows you how quiet and behind the scenes <laughs> I've tried to stay. A guy who's been in the outdoor industry as long as you, doing the things you've done, and we got you for the first, uh, first podcast. Yep, yep, you got me for our first one. I'm feeling pretty good right now. <laughs> I appreciate. Hopefully, hopefully, I did you guys some justice. You did a good job, Nate. I appreciate you joining us on this edition of the Primal Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about Hunt Club TV, the website huntclubtv.com. That's huntclubtv.com. And if you want to follow this quiet behind the scenes guy who has done so much for the industry you can find him on instagram as nate dog thomas 67 and of course if you want to learn more about primal outdoors the people the products what they stand for go to the website primaloutdoors.com that's primaloutdoors.com my name is mike avery and i will talk with you next time right here on the primal podcast fish are where you think they are. Any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.